Welcome to Smart in the City, the Babel podcast. I am your host, Tamlin Shimizu. And really at Babel, we aim to connect the players in the smart city industry with high quality information and ideas through our platform and services. This podcast is really an extension of this goal and mission to drive the change for a better urban life. First, a quick announcement from Babel. We are delighted to announce a new interactive online training course, Smarter Connected Places, Experiential Learning for Tomorrow's Urban Leaders. You can find the link for more information and how to register in the show notes. The training starts on November 15th, so make sure not to miss it. Now on to our regular programming. So I'm sitting here with some special guests, of course, as always, <laughs> but we just finished a week at uh, the Urban Mobility Days in the Czech Republic. So we're sitting here in the beautiful city of Brno and I get the chance to uh, welcome a guest that you've actually heard before as well. Um, and uh, I get the chance to also speak to Greek guests again, which is always a special thing. Uh, also, just in advance to not uh, judge me too hard on the Greek uh, name pronunciations, please. Um, but yeah, so if you've been following along for a little bit, then the first guest needs no introduction. But I will still introduce her, of course, for our new listeners. So uh, Katarina Nikolopoulou works for the Greek-speaking branch of the Civitas Initiative, the Civinet Greece Cyprus. And she's the network manager, but she also does a lot of other things as well. Um, so welcome again, Katarina, onto the show. Nice to see you again, Tamlin. It's always nice to be with you in person, in the podcast. Uh, everywhere. everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> always nice to have you. You can come on a third time and a fourth time in the future too. So. I'm pretty sure that uh, it will happen. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Um, and today, of course, you're also privileged enough to have on another special guest who you haven't heard before, um, but his name is Cosmos Anna. Genastopolis, <laughs> which I definitely did not say right. So please, Carlos, tell me your name. Great pronunciation. It's Cosmas Anagnostopoulos. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the that's the right way to say it. Um, and he is the founder and coordinator of Sevinet Greece Cyprus. So, hi, Cosmos. Lovely uh, to have you here. To be here with you, and uh, thank you very much for your in invitation. Yeah, any yeah, any time, any time, really. So, um, we always get started here on the podcast with a little warm up exercise. A while ago, for one of the first episodes of this podcast, um, I sat down with Yanis, who is the vice mayor of Heraklion, and I asked him this exact same question. So, uh, it is: Tell me one thing most people don't know about Greece. Either one can answer, or you can feed off of each other. It can be anything. Anything. Well, in Greece, we are celebrating uh, two times, one for our birthday and one for our name day. Ah, so you get two birthdays every year. In a, a, in a kind of, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I think that's just a Greek excuse for partying an extra day, right? <laughs> yes, of course. We have a lot of uh, opportunities to, to party. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I had no idea. So thanks for the little knowledge um, update. So now, of course, we want to get to uh, the 
why we're all listening here, and that's to find out all about your work and more about the Greek cities that you support and everything about this ecosystem. So as I mentioned, we're coming from the Urban Mobility Days. So Civinets are essentially born out of the Civitas initiative. Um, but can you talk, maybe Cosmos, about um, the background of Civinet Greece Cyprus? What, how did it start and how, how have you developed it this far? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, during 2015, uh, I was working for the uh, Sustainable Greek Islands Network, which is called in Greek Daphne. Uh, I founded there the uh, Sustainable Mobility uh, and Special Planning Department. And uh, then we, were, we, we tried to bring all the Greek islands uh, into the Civitas community. Uh, at the same time, um, the ECOM uh, the ECOM uh, uh, conference was organized in Athens, so we had the opportunity to, to meet in person uh, the Civita Secretariat. And after that, um, there was an open call from uh, Civita Secretariat that we applied, uh, creating a, a great coalition, a great alliance uh, of uh, Greek cities. And uh, this, this was the starting point for Civinet Greece Cyprus. Uh, together with uh, a few uh, initiatives that we took before founding this network and after uh, its uh, establishment. Yeah, yeah, super interesting. And um, maybe to Katarina, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about um, why you think Savinet is important for Greece to have. Um, like, why do you think, uh, yeah, organizations need... Um, <laughs> yeah, why do you think that organizations like yours need to exist, I guess? Well, I think there's so many reasons uh, in order to have uh, a network like that in Greece. Uh, because even though there may be a lot of uh, organizations and consultancies that they're working on sustainable uh, mobility issues, uh, still Greece, unfortunately, is... Uh, far behind from the rest of Europe regarding uh, sustainable mobility. So I think that uh, because of the fact that the Civitas community is such a strong one and, the, and, and it's so dedicated, uh, I think that uh, it can bring a great uh, value to the Greek cities. Of course, the cities need to be dedicated as well <laughs> because nothing can happen on its own. Uh, but if you take advantage of the community, you can do great things and you can gain a lot of knowledge during the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you have something to add there, Cosmos? Mm -hmm. I would like to, um, to underline that Civinet Greece Cyprus um, came to Greece uh, in order not to replace or to compete the existing organizations that were involved and are still involved in sustainable mobility, meaning that we're not playing the role of a research center or a consultancy or we're not trying to replace the, the public, uh, let's say, organizations and authorities. Um, our role is focused on uh, raising awareness, capacity building, uh, supporting uh, the municipalities to, to understand, to plan and to implement sustainable mobility measures. Uh, we can assist and we, we do that uh, the ministries in the adaptation of the legislation legislation framework. And of course, uh, funding is one of our major uh, activities. We're trying to, to support the local authorities to attract funding. 
or to, to support the uh, funding organizations to create funding programs. Uh, I think one of the best examples for this, it's, uh, well, I think, our first initiative that it was to propose to the Ministry of Environment and uh, uh, Energy uh, to create a huge funding program for SUMPs in Greece. And I think this is one of the major milestones that uh, related to the development of sustainable mobility in this country. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, do you think that's one of the main things that the Civinet has brought to like the overall goals of sustainable urban mobility? Or would there be other things that you think it contributes to? Uh, of course, sustainable mobility is uh, in the core of our interest and activity. But sustainable mobility is not uh, an island uh, in the ocean. Uh, I mean, we have the sustainable energy, which is a topic completely connected to sustainable mobility. It's urban regeneration, uh, other issues, environmental issues, uh, social uh, inclusion, uh, various things that uh, sustainable mobility should be connected and integrated in a, in a broader uh, uh, effort to, 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 to help cities become uh, sustainable uh, uh, in, a, you know, in a more integrated way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So integration into the other systems as well. Um, yeah, I think that's really important. And um, I, I was actually privileged enough to visit the CiviNet forum that you put on last year um, in Athens. Um, and I wonder if uh, maybe Katarina, maybe you can talk a little bit about um, how it went. What was the forum? And what are the plans for the future? I think that it, besides, of course, what Cosma said about, said about uh, what CiviNet have achieved, uh, I think it's uh, one of our proudest moments <laughs> because it was um, it happened during December uh, 2021, and while the pandemic was still ongoing and a lot of countries had restrictions, uh, but we did it and we did it in a hybrid way, and we managed to have uh, around two, uh, 220 uh, participants on site. And if you add up the, the online participants, the number goes higher. Uh, so it was, I think, a great success. And it's not only in my point of view, but what, uh, what our members told to us. Um, it was great to, to have more than uh, 150 representative of, uh, representatives of organizations of different organizations. So that's also a very huge uh, achievement in, in our first conference to, to manage to have these kind of numbers. And uh, we are very glad to, to be able to do that again. And it most likely will happen during uh, 2023, uh, but, but not um, in winter or in autumn. <laughs> Summer in Greece sounds yes, nice. Summer in Greece <laughs> will be great. And uh, of course, it will be a great opportunity for more participants to come and enjoy not only our conference, but uh, Greece in general. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I, you touched on the members, of course, the cities. So we can't um, not talk about the cities. Um, we also, in the Urban Mobility Days, one of your cities actually won the Transformation Award as well, right? Of course, the city of Rethymnorn, and we are very proud of them. They are doing such an amazing uh, job on sustainable mobility issues. And uh, and of course, uh, uh, in the finalist, uh, in the finalist to, uh, this year was also Ioannina, the city of Ioannina, which is my birthplace. Oh, not, uh, not my, my birth, my origin place. Ah, your hometown. <laughs> not exactly. Okay. <laughs> But uh, from from around there, you have roots there. Yes, I have roots. I have okay. roots, and I'm very glad for this. Uh, but uh, there are also uh, other awards that the Greek cities uh, have been have been awarded uh, during the the previous months and years, uh, meaning that um, the Inachen, uh, Heraklion, and also Vari Vula Vulyarmeni. Uh, we're among the finalists of the Climate Neutral uh, Award of Civitas. Uh, Rethymno uh, was awarded the, the first award for the road, road safety uh, of the European Mobility Week uh, campaign. And uh, there are also other awards uh, during the previous years. And um, I think it's also very important that uh, two uh, very uh, successful mayors are uh, are uh, getting involved in the in the Civit, uh, Civitas political advisory committee, uh, and I'm talking about the the vice uh, chair of Civitas Park, uh, Grigoris Kostandelos, and of course the uh, the the achiever mayor of Rethymno, uh, Georgis Marinakis. Quite some accomplishments from the Greek cities. What do you think are the determining factors in? Um, if a Greek city is kind of making those transformations, is it the political support behind them? Is it what do you think determines their success? Mm -hmm. I think always uh, a success um, is based on a combination of factors. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, it's very important that uh, to have to have a mayor. Uh, that uh, he has the, the political will to change things mm -hmm. uh, and to communicate this, uh, this struggle. Uh, but except for the mayor, it's very important to have a team in-house, in the municipality. And uh, all the cities that I mentioned ha have a very good team uh, of permanent uh, staff that are uh, dedicated to sustainable mobility and sustainability in general. And um, the third uh, key is to have um, a very good team um, uh, coming from universities, consultancies, and uh, other uh, organizations of the local uh, area or uh, wider. And I think uh, that also all these cities uh, have have this uh, have this factor. So these three factors are very important uh, to have a, a success in Greece. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think those are factors, of course, that are um, across the board in Europe as well. Um, I think, yeah, as as Greek cities, I, I've seen a lot of involvement in the Greek cities. And I also, of course, owe that. I think a lot of that owes to your involvement with them as well and getting them more involved as well. Um, so, 
yeah, uh, congratulations also to the cities. Um, now, we talk a lot about, you know, of course, we want to congratulate and uh, talk about a lot of successes. Um, now, I would never ask you to name a city or think um, or, or a specific project or anything, but I also don't want to um, skip over the fact that you you've probably also experienced, uh, I don't like to call them failures, but maybe lessons learned along the way. Um, so do you have a time when you were maybe working with the city or something didn't go as planned, uh, maybe in a project or with the city? Um, and what happened and what was the lesson learned? I think that we're facing failures uh, in our everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have successes without uh, failures as well. And usually you learn more more with failures than with successes. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. But uh, I think that Cosmas should answer that because I'm a very <laughs> pessimistic person. And if I start <laughs> to talk about the failures, we can be here for days. <laughs> I think um, uh, an occasion that uh, combines at the same time failures and uh, success is the, is the SUMP uh, Mm -hmm. a program in Greece. Uh, we have supported more than 14 organizations uh, to develop the SUMP, to communicate it, to prepare uh, the tenders. Um, not more than 50% of them succeeded to, to elaborate the SUMP, to finalize it, to adopt mm -hmm. it, and start implementing. Um, I want to underline that Larissa, one of our uh, core members, is the first city in Greece that um, elaborated an SVMP before it was trend, and now already implementing the measures which are great and really transforming the city. This is a total success, of course, including a lot of failures, but they know uh, what kind of failures uh, there were, and I think they are solving step-by-step uh, step all the uh, problems there. Uh, so they can have the, the final success. Success. Yeah, that's a good model. Um, and just for our listeners, in case you're not so involved in urban mobility, it's uh, SUMPs are sustainable urban mobility plans, um, which of course uh, are required now by a lot of, uh, if cities want to get involved in European projects, for example, the commission is actually requiring that to get involved. Um, but yeah, it's always a question on if they actually, of course you can write as much as you want, but if you actually carry it out and follow through, through with it, um, of course, that's the defining steps for them as well. Um, so, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is unique about Greek challenges for cities? Um, I, I'm just wondering. You know, a lot of our listeners will be uh, sitting in other places, um, and and also relating to a lot of the challenges that you speak about. But I'm wondering if you can talk a bit about what do you think is unique to to the Greek challenges? I would say that if Greece has something to export at this moment uh, regarding sustainable mobility, it's the Greek islands. Mm -hmm. Because it's a very uh, specific uh, occasion, a specific situation uh, that you have uh, municipalities, that you have uh, destinations, that during the winter uh, they, they have a very... Uh, to say small population, you cannot uh, uh, say that it is, it is an urban population. But during the summer, this uh, population becomes 
quite bigger and uh, it is then an urban population with urban needs but without urban infrastructure and urban services. So, so this is a unique case that uh, uh, it is uh, you, you can you can uh, experience the situation in Greece uh, even when you are a tourist during summer. Um, this is not very common in other European countries, yeah. but uh, still they, there are European a lot of European islands. And this is a, a specific work, I would say, a scientific work that we're doing uh, in the framework of uh, Civil Degree Cyprus to develop a, a practitioner briefing and after that a complete topic guide about uh, how to plan the sustainable mobility uh, in the European islands and uh, how, to, uh, how to transform and adapt the SUMP methodology and approach into a sustainable island mobility plan approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting on, on that translation to the island context. Um, so now I come to the part where I also can give you the open floor if you want it. Um, either one of you to talk about maybe a topic that we didn't touch on, um, something that you think is very important for our audience to know about Sivinet um, Greece Cyprus, also about the, the cities that you work with, um, anything along those lines. So I gladly give you the floor. Would you like the floor? Always. <laughs> <laughs> good to hear, good to hear. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, I will start like with a little fun fact again. <laughs> I like the facts. Sivnet <laughs> yeah. uh, Greece Cyprus managed uh, in its first years uh, to bring uh, to Sivnet, to the Sivitas community, uh, more than 67 new Greek members. Wow, yeah. Which uh, translate to uh, 22% increase of the Civitas community, which is that's, a huge thing. That's, that's a lot, yeah, yeah, that's a lot, yeah. So yeah, this is also something we are also very proud of, and cool. let's hope that we can also bring even more in the yeah. next uh, yeah, year. Because they can get the added benefit of having you all to translate, you know, the Civitas missions into the local context and local language. And then they can reap the benefits of also having that European connection at the same time. So, yeah, very important. Uh, Cosmos, you look like you have something to say. Um, when someone uh, asks me, what, what is the contribution of Civil Degree Cyprus? in Greece and Cyprus mm -hmm. uh, from the year of its uh, establishment until now. I can prove and I say that Civic Cyprus is responsible for the, uh, for the support and for the uh, involvement of more than 40 Greek and Cypriot cities in uh, EU uh, events, uh, activities, funds, projects and so on. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a contribution that it is important. It's something that there, there is not other organization in Greece working uh, uh, in that way and filling this this kind of gaps. So this is more important for me. And of course, we can say that we have already uh, participated and get involved in EU projects as an organizations, not only Civitas projects. Uh, indirect med projects. It's uh, a program that we we love to collaborate and um, 
other topic, topics like sustainable tourism. It's a very hot topic uh, uh, in Greece and uh, closely related to sustainable mobility. Mm-hmm. So I think that there is a contribution and we, we, we love and we're very happy to, to see the results day by day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's um I, I think the numbers also speak for themselves when you when you say the the contributions, but I also think um there's uh, what what's looking ahead though? Like what what do you plan to scale that up even more? Um what are your goals for the coming year? Or two or five or ten, I guess. You can answer that however you like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think our vision is to become um, not not only a cities network, but a, a sustainable mobility hub in uh, in Greece and Cyprus. Meaning to bring together in the same table uh, cities, uh, ministries, the private sector, the universities, mm-hmm. the startups, youth, and to discuss as they did during the first Civil Degree Cyprus Forum. So to discuss how they can collaborate, how they can develop synergies mm-hmm. and push things uh, further, faster, uh, more successfully. Um, in this framework, we, we, we hope that we will manage to transform our Civil uh, Degree Cyprus Forum to a to a regional, somehow, Civitas event, mm-hmm. uh, bringing uh, people and organizations from all the whole Mediterranean and Balkan area uh, to discuss and to meet, to exchange experiences with the Greek and Cypriot cities. Yeah, big goals. I love all the stakeholder engagement. I think it's very, very important. We did something similar when we were working um, with Belfast as well, bringing all the stakeholders around this, uh, the same table to make a common agenda. And I think the impact of that is monumental in years to come. Um, so, yeah, anything else you want to say before we move on to our fun sections? I would just like to add uh, to what Cosma said that it's because we do love what we are doing and we want to see a change actually happen, happening. Uh, we don't just want to bring all those people together to just talk. We, we actually want to see them move things forward and to actually do things. Because, okay, we can talk uh, for hours and for days and for years maybe nothing ever happens but we actually want to see something happen and we actually want to see something happen something different in, mm-hmm. in a different direction from what the greek cities used to to do until now mm-hmm. so disruption in in the normal status quo yeah that's very important also um good all good to move on All right. So um, I think you know what's coming. So we now have a segment. Um, It's a new segment called Dual Babble Trivia. Dual Babble Trivia. Let the babble battle begin. Let's see who will be able to answer all the questions the other one has prepared. Um, so first, Katarina, you will ask Cosmos his, uh, your questions and then we will switch. Okay. Okay, okay, great. Uh, so my, my questions are more uh, generic. So let's that's okay, see that's if good. Cosmas uh, knows his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and if he's 
truly an expert. Uh, so, Cosmas, um, we are from Greece and we are very famous about our islands. How many islands does uh, Greece have? Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's estimated that Greece is home to up to 6,000 islands and islets, but only around 200 of them uh, are being inhabited. So it's... Uh. 6,000 total, 200 inhabited. Oh. He does know his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. So, w- while we're talking about islands in Greece, we connect that immediately to the tourists. So, how many tourists do we have each year? What is going on there? Mm, I think you should know that more tourists visit Greece every year than the entire Greek population meaning that over 17 million tourists are visiting Greece each year. Huge number. Not just huge. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe more than we can handle. (laughs) 17 million? Is that what you said? Yes. 17. Not 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 17, but 17 is still a big, big number. So was he correct? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. From my knowledge, yes. (laughs) I'm going to have to Google these later and and see how accurate they are. But no, I I trust you. I trust you. So No, please do. And uh, if we are wrong, uh, I think that you can write that that on the comments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, show notes, correction here. Um, No, uh, Cosmas, um, please ask your questions that you prepared. Mm -hmm. So tell me, Katerina... um, According to our research, how many citizens of uh, uh, Greek urban areas declare that they face mobility issues? This one I know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, because of our SUMPs and uh, all the surveys that we are doing, uh, we have estimated that uh, from 20% until 30% of the Greek people Uh, they declare that they have a mobility issue. Mm -hmm. 20 to 30%? 20 to 30%, which is a a very huge number, and it's not something to to not considering it. Yeah, yeah. Consider it quite seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good good to know. Uh, Next question? My second question is about the Greek politicians, and especially them who are leading the Civinet Political Advisory Committee. Do you know them? Of course I do, and <laughs> we most, uh, with most of them uh, I talk quite often. So <laughs> yes, we have Miss um, Andrutsu, which is our president of uh, our civil net pack. Uh, we have Mr. Katopodis from uh, the city, from the municipality of Virionas. I forgot to tell that Mrs. Andrutsu is from the city of uh, Agios Dimitrios. Both of them are in the region of Attica which is, uh, let's say, the metropolitan uh, city of Athens. Uh, We also have two members that they are outside of Athens. Uh, It's Mr. Sultis from the city of Larissa and uh, Mr. Grigoriadis from the city of Veria. Very good, very good. A A plus. Um, Thank you very much. (laughs) To both of you. (laughs) Good. So now we will ask a question that we ask every guest. I'm very curious, actually, Katarina, how you will answer this differently this time. (laughs) But um, it's a question that we say to you, in your view, your perspective, what is a smart city? 
I don't want to change. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay to change. It's okay. I truly believe that. Usually, when we are talking about smart cities, um, we instantly connect that to innovation, to technology, to stuff like that. But uh, I don't think that uh, a smart city uh, is only that. Of course, we are living in the 21st century. Of course, we are going to have uh, new technologies. Of course, we want innovation. But a smart city, I think that it's a city that can actually listen to its citizens and to be able to address uh, the issues and the problems that that its citizens uh, face. Yeah. And uh, to, to be able to actually do something about that, even if in some cases it could... Uh, be a solution of uh, the of an easiest solution, actually, and not a technological one. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't always uh, need to rely on technology to solve every problem. Mm-hmm. So, for me, a smart city is a city that can distinguish uh, these two things and to act accordingly. Yeah, good answer. Uh, Cosmos, do you uh, agree? Surprising question. Uh, I agree about the technology part. Technology is a tool. I would say that uh, smart city is a city that becomes sustainable, climate neutral, social just, uh, in a lighter, quicker and cheaper way, using the motto of placemaking movement. Ah, very good. Very concise and to the point and very nice. So, wonderful from both of you and um yeah this is this is it you made it through unscathed um (laughs) so huge thanks to both of you for coming on it's always a pleasure as i mentioned um you even were brave enough to come on twice katrina so um good on you yeah i'm not sure why i did that (laughs) (laughs) because it's so much fun right no it is and um for all of you that uh are listening to this podcast, if Tumbling approach you in order to do a podcast, please do. You're going to have so much fun. <laughs> Yay. Say yes, say yes, say yes. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much to both of you for coming on. Uh, yeah, thanks. It's been a pleasure. And um, to all of our listeners, don't forget you can always create a free account on babel-smartcities.eu and you can find out more about smart city projects, solutions, implementations, and more. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Tamlin. Thank you for having us. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you at the next stop on the journey to a better urban life.